Coming to you from beautiful British Columbia, this is the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hale. On today's episode, I have founder of the Vancouver condo team, Amar Pal. Welcome, Amar. Thanks for having me. Glad thank, to be here. Thank you for coming in. So as most of you may know, I recently joined the Vancouver condo team with Oakwin Realty. And I've been posting a lot online about pre-sales. So I thought I would have Amar in to tell us a little bit about what, what are pre-sales and how he started VancouverPreSales.com. So to get started, can you tell us a little bit of a backstory on why you started Vancouver Presales? Yeah, absolutely. So I got into the real estate industry in Vancouver in 2007, so coming on my 12th year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first four years, I was on the project sales side. So I was on the other side of the transaction, working with one of the larger marketing and sales companies mm-hmm. and representing a lot of um, the bigger developers in BC and working in the sales center predominantly selling their developments. Mm-hmm. And what I found is consistently I'd have buyers come into my sales center and say, how do I find out about the next pre-sale that's coming up? Like, I don't have time to go to six different sales centers on the weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm probably missing some as well because we don't know where to start our search and mm-hmm. figure out what is on market and what's coming on market. Exactly. Um, so a kind of light bulb went off in my head, and I thought that's something that somebody should make mm-hmm. and that somebody should be me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as I transitioned out of the project sales side into your kind of general real estate, residential real estate in um, 2011, mm-hmm. um, coming from that side of the business, I knew that would be where I wanted to start my focus mm-hmm. and where I'd have a competitive advantage with my knowledge from the side of, of pre-sales. So uh, I started VancouverPreSales.com and um, wanted to amalgamate basically all the information of all the pre-sales that are coming up into one place, Yes. make it easier for buyers to find that resource in and kind of see what's coming up on the market and yeah. narrow down their search and search by neighborhood or developer or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that for me was a lead generator to use my knowledge on that side of the business and work as the buyer's agent now instead of representing the seller, mm-hmm. uh, represent the buyer and help them through that um, that process uh, with a more kind of focused effort. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know that in Ontario, before I moved out here, I would have clients asking me all the time about, about pre-sale opportunities. Yeah. And there was no there was no data, central database for me to go to and learn. It was literally Googling and hoping you came up with some sort of information or driving around in the loca- in the cities that they were interested in. Yeah, exactly. Because we yeah. don't, most of these don't get listed on the MLS system. So mm-hmm. when it's an existing property, everyone knows we go to MLS or one of the websites that plug into the MLS system and pull all the listings. Yeah. It's all in a centralized place. But with pre-sales, it's really not. So yeah. uh, you can follow different developers or marketing companies and see what they're selling. But yeah. you've really got to track all of those to, to get the full inventory. Yes. Um, until, you know, my site and other sites like ours have kind of started to do that amalgamation. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's great. It was a great idea. And I think it's turned out Thank well you. so yeah, far. Yeah, I mean, it's worked <laughs> well for me and the team and yeah. become a big part of our business, obviously. Fantastic. Yes. Awesome. So maybe we'll backtrack a bit. A bit. Maybe not everybody knows what a pre-sale is. So, yeah. so what is a pre-sale? <laughs> so pre-sale typically um, is pre-construction is another word for it. But mm-hmm. um, we're we're seeing condos or townhouses um, that are sold before construction. Mm-hmm. Okay, so pre-sale is basically pre-construction. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason this happens, it basically helps the developers hit financial targets. So mm-hmm. if they sell enough homes, 
their banks that are going to finance the building of the of the properties um, feel confident to give those construction loans and move forward. So you usually have like a, a 50 or 60% sales target that most pre-sales need. Right. Uh, as opposed to a developer just building a whole building and then going to market and mm-hmm. assuming he'll make sales and he or she will make sales and get mm-hmm. their money back because mm-hmm. there's no guarantee in that. So that's kind of mm-hmm. where it came about. Um, it's just that uh, enables that kind of process to happen. Right. And as a buyer, then obviously you're you're buying something that's not ready for a while. Yeah. Sometimes we'll call pre-sales if, if it's brand new and, and finished but hasn't been sold. I guess that's technically still a pre-sale. Yes. Like if it's got to the completion stage, even if you're moving into it quickly, it still mm-hmm. qualifies as what we would call a pre-sale. But for mm-hmm. the most part, we're talking about stuff that's going to be built a year to five years away. Yeah. Yeah, so we do see that sometimes where, where a developer is able to build near nearly to completion before they start selling it yeah. so so what would be the advantage there i mean i guess that developer is banking on the market going up which yeah. has typically happened over the years so if they can mm-hmm. if they can financially feasibly do that mm-hmm. and build the building and then go to sale they'll probably get a, a higher net price in the end mm-hmm. and that's why they would go about it that way but they open yeah. themselves up to more risk because sure. they've got to put all that upfront cost up yeah and have the carrying costs if they're sitting on unsold homes especially once it's finished now mm-hmm. they're paying the strata fees and taxes and, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. Uh, you only really see that with some of the larger developers typically yeah. because they'll take that chance. Yeah, and so some buyers may like that more though because it's more tangible for them, right? Rather yeah. than looking at floor plans and Exactly, some people are still, I mean, in BC, it's such a big thing. A lot of people have come around to being comfortable buying off a floor plan, but mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. So mm-hmm. some people need to touch and feel the finished product. Yeah. And then also the timeline is not for everyone too. So some people need a place that they have to move into within a set time frame. Yes. And pre-sale may not work for them because you have to wait for it. Um, yeah. Which is not, you know, every buyer's different. So it just comes down to understanding the buyers you're working with and what they need. Exactly. So, so again, so those people that pre-sale is the right option for them. What, what are, what are the benefits? Yeah. So I mean, timeline is kind of a negative or a benefit depending on the buyer. So for mm-hmm. some people, a longer timeline is ideal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know sometimes you have buyers who are living at home, for example, or they're renting and they're saving up more money and they don't want to close and take on uh, the full property and the mortgage yet. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to make installment payments on a deposit and have something that's a one or two year plan that's just more feasible for them. So yes. that definitely works. Yes. Uh, a lot of people just like brand new, like we like brand new everything and homes are no exception. Yes. Um, so having something that no one's ever lived in, and yeah. you know, you know, from day one that your oven's never been used and all your appliances are brand new and no one's used that toilet or your shower or yes. all that kind of stuff is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing I really like about pre-sale is that you get to pick your favorite kind of within the whole building. So on the resale market, if you love a building at any given time, there's maybe one or two or three listings in that building. Mm-hmm. So you may really want to get into that, that particular building or complex, but you may not get the perfect view you wanted. You may not get the floor plan you really love the most. You may not even get the color scheme you love the most. Mm-hmm. Where with pre-sale, if you target that building and it's like has everything about it you love, yeah. you can also get the perfect southern exposure for the lighting mm-hmm. you prefer or northern exposure. Mm-hmm. You get the, f- the floor plan that's most ideal for you. You get a higher floor or a lower floor. You mm-hmm. get the one with more outdoor space or less outdoor space. So you're, it's really like almost more customizable yeah. within the building you're yeah. getting that really down to that micro detail that's yeah. the perfect home for you so mm-hmm. that's a big deal especially if you're going to be living in it yeah more of a tailored purchase yeah 
rather than just yeah moving into a resale property and yeah. you'll never get that chance on the resale market yeah like you're gonna pick from the best available or yeah. here you're picking from you know 200 units or whatever so you can really get that yeah and then there's the going back a bit about everything being brand new so you have can you speak a bit about the warranty yeah so our bc in bc anyway um the new home warranty is is pretty standardized so you, we typically call it the 2510. Mm -hmm. So it covers different things for different terms. So mm -hmm. that's a big benefit of, of buying new. Mm -hmm. uh, it does transfer to subsequent owners. So even if you bought something at two years old, you're still going to take on a new home warranty, right. whatever's yeah. remaining of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it'll cover like most of your interior work for a set period of time. And mm -hmm. then it'll cover the exterior and any sort of water leaking and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the structure of the building for the longest term. Right. Um, so it's just nice to have that peace of mind, especially for, you know, first time buyers who really like that. Yeah, exactly. You're, it's not impossible, but you're far less likely to have, say, special assessments yes. on new buildings versus older buildings where you may need a new roof and new windows mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff that mm -hmm. comes up over time with condos and mm -hmm. townhouses. So mm -hmm. um, buying new, you're probably not going to have to shell out a sudden major assessment. Yes, so. exactly. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so something a little bit about the timeline. So. You know, some of these concrete buildings take, you know, four or five years potentially to build up and people's situations may change by then. Yeah. Um, so there are assignment opportunities with most builders. Um, can you tell us what an assignment is? Yeah, for sure. So assignments, it's uh, quite a buzz in, in BC. People always talk about assignments. And mm -hmm. Essentially, you're transferring your contract um, to another person. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you were to sell the property and make some profit on that, that's an assignment. If you were to transfer it to your brother or sister, that's technically an assignment too. Mm -hmm. So any change of the person who's on the contract. Um, most pre-sales will allow it. You do have to get the developer's consent. Mm -hmm. um, some don't allow it. So that's important from, from the buying process at day one. If you think you're going to want to look at assignments down the road, you need yeah. to to read that contract with, with your agent or whatnot and make sure you understand the assignment terms. Exactly. Um, but it allows people a little bit of flexibility. So yeah. I always encourage buyers to make sure they could could close on the property if they have to and never tell a client to buy a place knowing that they're just going to assign it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's an option, but I mm -hmm. mean, we've seen now in the market where there's a ton of assignments listed and mm -hmm. people are having trouble selling them. So right. if you got into it with the expectation, of course I can assign it, it's not always going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but essentially it allows you to transfer that contract. That new buyer takes over the, cl the process from there forward. Yes. They complete the property. They pay the closing costs. They do the, you know, the transfer tax and the taxes and the mm -hmm. lawyer fees at closing. Mm -hmm. They would reimburse you for whatever deposits you've paid to date mm -hmm. and um, potentially any profit on top of that if yeah. there is any. Yeah. Um, and then kind of lets you get out early, so to yeah. speak. So. Yeah. Like you said, an option in case, you know, a few years down the road, your situation changes, yeah. right? Or sometimes people, they... It, the properties have gone up so much in the you know in our market at times that people are like, well, maybe I should just let it go now. The equity ec equity I've gained here, I can make that next step of my property sure. picture happen faster. Yeah, that's true. So some sometimes people like suddenly come into a situation that they hadn't thought of, but yeah. this now makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a good way to look at it as mm -hmm. well. Um, so. <laughs> a little bit of a plug here. So sure. the Vancouver condo team. <laughs> um, like you said, you, you have that back knowledge on working with the developers directly and now being on the other side and developing all the relationships that we have. Um, but why why would they, why would somebody choose us to help them with a pre-sale purchase? Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I guess I'll get pluggy here too. I mean, <laughs> the main thing is that we, we do have that background and we kind of have that expertise and we focus yeah. on it. When yeah. I first got into it, when I first got my real estate license, I was kind of shocked that when you get your license, there's very little training on the whole new development side mm-hmm. of it. It's like half our market. Mm-hmm. And when you look at how many transactions happen there mm-hmm. and you're not taught about pre-sale contracts, you're not taught, taught about disclosure statements and building technology and very little on the warranty and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So unless you've been on that side of the business, it's really hard to have that knowledge. Yes. Where most of our realtor training is based strictly on existing properties. Yeah. Um, so I do think you should have an agent who's familiar with that, and whether it's us or other people, I'm sure yes. there's other good people too, but yeah. you should find someone who kind of knows that product well. Yes, definitely. And then it's also kind of an under-the-table market at times mm-hmm. um, because it's not through the MLS system. You do get you know opportunities for people to get in early on buildings, and sometimes stuff is sold out before it goes to any sort of public sales. Right. Whether that's right or wrong and the the ethics of that I won't get into, but it's true. Yeah. Um, So there are cases, especially in a busy market, where you really do need to have like a VIP agent to get into these things. Yeah. Um, and to get the best units at day one pricing because yeah. we do see price escalations as well. So mm-hmm. knowing you're going to get the best terms, the best offering mm-hmm. with the right agents is obviously a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like lastly, there's no cost to it. So as a buyer, you don't pay any commission. Yeah. And that is still one of the misconceptions I find a lot of buyers that come to us mm-hmm. have. That's true. They're yeah. like, oh, what do you guys charge? I'm like, we don't charge anything. Mm-hmm. So our um, you know commissions are paid by the, by the developers and they're offered out to cooperating agents. Yeah. Around 90% of transactions do tend to have a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so developers have built it into their structures. They yeah. know that, that their best route to sales is cooperating yeah. with, with agents, yeah. especially the ones who do a lot of pre-sale business mm-hmm. because when times are good for them, you know they'll let us in. And when times are bad for them, they expect us to keep working with them. So yeah, exactly. it's a long-term relationship. Yeah. Um, and you know a lot of these developers we've worked with for o- over a decade now and yeah. we know these people personally. So yeah. um, you know those relationships matter. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you yeah. giving us all that information. Um, as mentioned, the Vancouver condo team has an office on West 2nd in Olympic Village. Uh, so come by. We're open during the week from 10 till 10 to 5, 5 usually. Yeah. Yeah. Monday Some, to Friday. Monday to Friday. Sometimes we're around on the weekend. So if you see our, our A-frame popped up outside, come on by. Um, but want to say thanks again, Amar, and hope you guys learned something today. And hit us up at on Instagram at Vancouver Condo Team. And as always, my handle is at Kelly Hale Real Estate. And if they wanted to get in touch with Amar, how can we contact you? Probably best to go through the uh, the team stuff. I don't All use right. my Instagram and social yeah. that much for business. So Email address? at Vancouver Condo Team, Amar at uh, either Amar at VancouverCondoTeam.com or VancouverPreSales.com. Perfect. Those both work. And awesome. uh, thanks for having me, Kelly. Yeah, no worries. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day.